Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 48 of the Metal and Magic podcast. A couple of things are happening right now in our lives that I felt I needed to share with you guys. First off, Megan and I are going to be moving into our very first house. We're going to be leaving the apartment, so thank God only a couple more weeks of noisy upstairs neighbors. But what does that mean for the podcast? That means I'm going to have a dedicated room where everything will be set up and ready to record at a moment's notice. That also means that we won't be recording an episode for the next couple of weeks, but luckily we have back catalog to uh, fill in the gaps while we move and set up our new house. Also, another quick reminder to check out our sponsor, LibrisArcana.com. Use the coupon code METALANDMAGIC at checkout for your monthly dice subscription. That's LibrisArcana.com. Promo code METALANDMAGIC. With that being said, everybody, let's jump right in to episode 48 of the Metal and Magic podcast, Teleportation Mishaps. Where last we left our heroes, they, uh, they got on a teleportation circle in hopes of getting back to Glim. However, some, something happened. Uh, whilst the... Vagabond Queen was invisible. She may have altered the glyphs on the circle. So here's what we're going to need to do. Spoilers. Bitch. So here's what happens. Uh, You guys blink, and for a second, you're in the teleportation room in Glim. You see Admir, like, chanting and trying to contain you, but you feel yourself being pulled away. Um... You guys blink again, and you are in a long, dark room, or a long room with a huge uh, dining table. Uh, Karox recognizes this as the room he spoke to Cedric in when he was using the uh, the, the crystal ball in Northholt. Um, you guys roll perception for me because you're lingering here for just a moment. Said work. Everybody, one at a time, please. God, what are we, Gordon Freeman? What happened? Yes. We play. We don't play for like a week. Two, two weeks. All right. So, uh, perceptions of seventeen or better. Raise your hands. Passive. If it's seventeen or better. Yes. Okay. Karox, Myrna, Manu, Morana. Who I guess I'll note rolls the natural point. Does anybody else roll in that 20? <laughs> All right. Um, the, the table, the dining room table is actually, um, right now all that's on it is this huge map. And you're close enough to see it is a map of the continent, of course, and there are, like, knives and daggers stuck in certain places with, like, little banners hanging off of them, but you, they're, you're too far away to read what it says. Um, however, you do notice... Um, a hulking figure like hands on the table studying the map and he kind of looks up and he makes eye contact with each and every one of you and his eyes are wide and you see his silver dragon scales like glint in the light that comes through the window Um, and just as he reaches for this flail on his side you blink out of existence (laughs) Flip him the bird. <laughs> so <laughs> I make him angry. Yes. Anyway. So since I didn't roll a, a 17, 
Was I just like looking at the ground? No, you noticed the guy. You didn't notice the um, map. Oh, okay. okay yeah, so those like... of you who didn't roll a oh, seventeen or better or get a seventeen or better, you noticed the dude. You didn't notice what he was looking at. Those of you who did roll well noticed what he was looking at. Okay. Um, you guys blink again, and you are in the main atrium on the floating Arcanium. And just like as you notice where you are, you're gone again. Oh, we wouldn't do that. No. Um, you, yes. Uh, Mirna, Manu, <laughs> and Phelan would not have known... Wait, where are we? Oh, God. Where they were. <laughs> yeah, this is a fucking weird place. Oh, God! That looked cool. Why couldn't we stay? Um, then in an instant, you are in a room filled with art and statues, jewelry and gems. You see the circle with the dagger emblazoned along the wall in banners. And then you see a... Uh, a little halfling kind of Uncle Scrooge style dive into the um, into the jewels like a pile of jewels. He just kind of like woohoo! And he jumps in and he's like throwing it up. And Stay then you're here. huh? Everyone out of circle. <laughs> nope, you're gone. Uh, you blink once more and you feel your feet touch the ground. The ground itself is uneven, um, stone. Much like this table. Yeah, you know, I'm working on it. <laughs> um, you look around and you see a ruined city. Um, you feel like you can move again. You're not, like, phasing through time, phasing through places anymore. You, you've landed here, and after a few seconds of just waiting to go somewhere else, you feel free enough to move. Um, the circle you teleported into does not have runes etched into the ground. As you guys look around, using your passive perceptions and the rolls that you've rolled, um, you guys, you, you notice you didn't land in a teleportation circle like you left in. It wasn't like runes carved into stone or painted onto the ground. It's uh, kind of like a Stonehenge situation. Um, there are rock formations that don't look natural, that look to have been man-made, and they encircle you. And through where you're looking at, through right in front of you, uh, appears to be just a stone city <clears throat> that appears to be uh, like it has seen better days. Um, go ahead and whoever wants to roll an investigation check. I'm good at these. Well, you can I'm do also it. good at these. <clears throat> Just over here, like... 25. 25. Mm -hmm. Phelan? 15. Just about one. Oh. Uh, Karox. You have all these dice out already! Why would you... What did you get? On the die? The reason why I picked these ugly-ass dice out was because... I got... Where's investigation? Tell me he gets a 14 after all this. A 15. You missed it by one! <laughs> Motherfucker! <laughs> no, but these dice give him plus one. He bought it for extra money. I don't believe that. Oh, okay. Never mind. Actually, uh, anyway. Karox, you uh, recognize the architecture of the city, the ruins you see in front of you uh, as uh, ancient dwarven architecture. For everyone looking out of the stone circle, past the city, you see trees. 
um, just a huge line of trees. But behind you, desert. Um, is, uh, Salar's pulling out her magical be, map of mappiness. These appear to be uh, dwarven runes. Mm. Rune. Desert There's trees. There's a forest that lies ahead and a desert. Okay, so like, quick Not question: natural. the magical map, map thing. Uh huh. It just kind of like. Thanks. The, so the map, it's <laughs> not like a. I don't believe it's like a you are here map. Yeah, there was something. It was like where, uh, King Mora could like update it, and it was yes. sync to our map. Yes. Um, as new places or uh, structures are located, you can in fact have your map updated. And he can monitor you. Um, everything on this map, mm-hmm. with the exception of like maybe one or two places, you guys know about. Okay, which one? Um, you, you are here and you know about this. Okay. So uh, for those of you looking at your map, you're at the ruins of Garwen Dulv. Hashtag Floofwatch2018. Someone's in the 19, kitchen. 2019. Sorry, 2019. Maggie's in the kitchen because she's always in the kitchen during this. It's like the last and day of February. Dude, I don't fucking know what day it is or year or <laughs> where I am or who you are. Fuck. Um, so anyway, you guys, Salar has pulled out the map. Uh, Karox has identified the architecture of the city. Um, you know that you are at the ruins of uh, Garwin Dulv. Um... If anybody would like to roll a history check on that specific bit of knowledge, I would allow you to. Pretty good. Yeah, 20. <laughs> Pretty good history. Did you really? Yes, he did. Yep. Yeah. Okay. He's 24. Get all of his attack rolls. <laughs> like, so. Always. Michael, what's your total? 22. Okay. Uh, and Phelan. Um, on the border of the Wildmore Forest and the Desert Plains lies a dwarven city. The first settlement of the dwarves in an attempt to create an, uh, a, a satellite city outside of the mountains and the hills. So Iron Keep and Deep Castle were the major settlements of the um, mountain dwarves and hill dwarves respectively. But in an attempt to um, work together and outreach to the other uh, nations, they built... Garwin Um You guys got both over 20, so I'm just going to read this whole thing. 24. Um, you went with a natural on those, because you <laughs> The dwarves had uh, stockpiled lots of uh, supplies here, both from their settlements and as an outreach, like they've traded with other settlements. Uh, Garwin Dulf was basically a satellite outpost for both dwarven nations as an outreach program to try and get... For inner city dwarves? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. They, um... They, uh... The city lasted for about 50 years. 50 to 100 years. In which, at the end of its uh, time, there was an attack. But it's kind of been over a thousand years since then. 
and um, with everything else that has gone on in the world, you guys didn't. You're not scholars in dwarven outreach program history, so you 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 know that it was a dwarven city. Um, dwarven culture in this world is mainly based like normal dwarven culture in other fantasy worlds on smithing. Um, so there would have been a grand forge. They probably worshipped Grund because he was the creator of the dwarves. Um, and fire. So, you know, two things they like, themselves and fire. Um, but you're not sure what caused the ruin of uh, Garwendulf. But you're here now. And from a building to the north, smoke rises from the, the rooftops. What do you do? <coughs> well, I'm pretty sure that smoke over there is like a friendly settlement, and they just want to say hi, so we should go check it out. It, it's probably like native dwarves. Yeah. Native dwarf Americans. Yeah. Sending smoke signals. Yeah, yeah. And they're like... Hey, we have lots of food and shelter, and we want you guys to like come check us out. You can make a fire, right? See, we yeah. just hit some signals back to them. Okay. I doubt saying that this is what's actually going to Hey, <laughs> we're hungry. Travel a long way. Don't know when where we, we know where we are. We don't know how we got traveler. here. We know how we got here. You guys, you guys encountered friendly travelers in the beginning, and he fucking killed them. <laughs> yeah. There were friendly travelers. There's a whole family. And he yeah. killed them. And he killed but them. he's also a serial killer. Yes. Not my problem. Not my problem either. <laughs> she just asked, when do we ever encounter friendly travelers? Uh, there was that one time that yeah, you guys one may time. have been okay, others. Okay. So we, we, bought, we bought warm weather gear. You did. Some. You bought warm weather gear right after he killed Money. those people. What about the friendly no, slave no. traders we met? Yeah. Oh, yeah, those guys, they were very well. <laughs> they didn't kill you. They would have. But they didn't. Um, no. Got our money instead. So, are you guys gonna go? Kind of. There's, there's like a ruined city money. gate, right past the Stonehenge, basically. Mm-hmm. Um. It looks like it may have had the name of the city in Dwarvish carved into the the ruin, the the the, the 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 little arch, but it's weathered away in time. Who speaks Dwarvish? This is important. I thought you said I do. No. So his. His thing was a question for something else I asked him. Oh. So, does no one speak Dwarvish? No, I speak Squeak Speak. Uh, I speak Sylvan and Goblin. <laughs> I speak Sylvan and Elvish. Abyssal and Draconic. Is it James? Sylvan and Elvish like the same thing? No, they're violence. different. Sylvan's a... Sylvan's the a um, language. Uh, well, Sylvan is an exotic language. Yeah, and I'm a pixie, so it was like one of my natural... Yeah. Things. James, you don't speak a lot of languages? I feel like I should, but... I, I bet you didn't write down what language just spoke. I mean, I got common, abyssal, and elvish. Okay, so nobody speaks door, and this will be fun. So let's... Um... <laughs> Might need smoke signals. Oh, shit. I mean, I can, you know... He's got that tongue thing. We, we can <laughs> take a little bit I just of... Like to, I just like to point out that in our Halloween campaign, there was something written in Dwarvish, and nobody could fucking read it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you should have the main bad guy to speak in Dwarvish the entire time. Yeah, he'll never know what's gonna... You never know what's gonna happen. Everything's written in Dwarvish. It's just like, blah, 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 blah. like, this guy's angry. Like, what's going on? What is it, German? <laughs> Why do dwarves always sound angry? Podcast goes silent as we all just gesticulate angrily at each other. I mean, I could, t- I could, you know, take comprehend language. What's the, all right, well, while you're figuring out stuff like that, um, 
you guys, I'm going to read this. Uh, houses and ruins, I'm sorry, houses in ruin dot the cityscape. Huge footprints are seen deep in the stone, and they go in every which way. Boulders crush businesses and homes alike, as if tossed from a distance with great strength. Once colorful banners that lined the streets of this city now lay torn and faded from the elements. You see a large building to the north. Sorry. You see a large building to the north in the distance with smoke billowing out of the hole where the roof once was. To your northwest, you see a building that looks to be the remains of a cathedral or a temple. Then, to the northeast, you see a large mansion-like building. Dibs. Perhaps the town master or governor's home, but you're unsure. Uh, the majority of the city is in ruins, but some of the homes remain intact enough for entry and investigation. Um, once you enter the gates, you see on the left there uh, is what appears to be uh, an old barracks. Maybe the town guard housed themselves there. And that building does look to be intact enough for entry as well. Ooh, I want to go there. So, um, if I were to lay down on the ground next to these big footprints, how much of my body would it me take? One of those. I'll tell you in a second. I mean, I'm short. Well, these things are to scale. It's like 75% of your body. 75% of my body. Long. So, all right. Um, Some would say they are gargantuan. Hmm. Giant, even. Look like Most of my enemies are larger than me, but not this much larger. Danger sense? Danger sense works when there are traps or something imminent. You feel nothing. Okay. But you can't be surprised. You summon. You can't be surprised. So if I make a surprise round, just remember you attack normally. Mm Okay. Michael said he was heading to the barracks. You guys see a couple, like maybe a shop. Looks like it's intact enough for you to go in. There's the barracks, Um, and then of course the other buildings I mentioned. so, Michael, you want to head in? Who's going to the barracks? I'll go with them. I'll go with them. We should probably stick together. You mean you don't want to split the party? <laughs> There's gigantic footprints. Gigantic. large. Giant and gargantuan. It's gigantuan. It's even yeah, it's the next. It's the next sub. Like, we can just hide like them. this though. And pretend like we're trees. They'll never notice. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh. All no, right. I'd rather stab them feet. in the bottom of their feet with my ice sword. <laughs> That's a good idea, too. So. Can you can imagine sm- how ridiculous my weapon is going to be against this Wait, thing? I can get smushed. <laughs> That's big. It's fine. Yeah, yeah but here's the thing. Your weapon is magical. Your weapon is magical, right? So it goes through. Yeah. But it's just you're ridiculous in general. <laughs> um. Yeah, if you die, you're getting resurrected as a dwarf. <laughs> so. Doesn't mean I'll be able to speak dwarfish, though. <laughs> nope. <laughs> he can't speak Triton. That's true. Or Aquin. I don't think that happens. Okay. Aquin. It, it's Aquin. It's the water. It's one of the primordial, primordial dialects. Um, okay. So you guys head over to the barracks. And as you enter, you see um, a large 
like a long, narrow room, which looks to have been um, like a meeting room. There are doorways on both sides, on your left and right. However, the rubble has kind of caved them, so there is no passage. Um, there is a table, a footlocker, and a bunch of debris from where the ceiling in parts have caved in. There's also puddles from when rain has come. Um, it's, it's obviously a ruined building, but there are still things on the table, and there is a footlocker and maybe like a chair that that lived through all the destruction. Okay, I'm gonna look at the table stuff. You're gonna look at the table. Carax, what are you doing? Um, I'll go over to the footlocker and I'll... Okay, failing. Okay, I've learned from our gods campaign that I'm gonna try this rubble puzzle. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go... Just go. I, go, I go to the fireplace. I'm gonna look at the fireplace for about four years. <laughs> I'm going to continue into the next room and just kind of peek in and see what's in there. Okay. Wait, what? I'm just going to like go to the... Like you said, there was like a doorway at the there, end. There's a left and a right door. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to go to the left door and kind of just like peer in. Okay. And you get shot in the face. <laughs> Mirna, what are you doing? Um, do any of the doors look like they have any kind of gap big enough for a small person to get through? Um, there's like a, enough for you to see through. Okay. Is this where the smoke was coming from? No. No, it's coming from the... The smoke is coming from the north. You you entered the building immediately to your left. I'm going to go just, like, peek into the gap. Okay. Manu. Table, mm-hmm. footlocker, doorways, closed with rubble. A chair, maybe, that you could sit in. Just debris. I, about yeah, it. I guess just kind of watch the party. Because um, it, it sounds like everyone's kind of distracted. But we've kind of been into somewhere that we've never been and been set up. So, yeah, I'm going to kind of stand guard. Okay, and Morana? I sit in the chair. Sit in the chair. So Morana's sitting in the chair. Sorry for that little break there, guys. We uh, That loud banging noise was the pizza delivery. Um, you guys will go back around. Uh, Salar, as you're looking at the table, mm-hmm. you see what appears to be an old, faded wet from just the dampness in the air um, map of what looks to be maybe cars like a thousand years ago. Okay, how how like wet is it exactly? It's, I mean, it's a little, it's, it's like you leave a piece of paper in a covered area, but the air is real moist. You know, it's like, it's damp, but it's okay, not like you pick you, it up, it's okay. going to fall apart. That was my question. Like, yeah. If I pick it up, is it going to be Just take okay? a picture of it with your smartphone. I <laughs> can't do that in oh. this world. I take a picture of it with my arcane phone. Um, um, but yeah, it's it's okay. You, you, can, you can handle it. Okay. And is that like all that I'm really saying? Yeah, there are some other like illegible notes that have been just like faded and messed up through time. And, and with the weather. Does anyone have a map case? Scroll Like a scroll case or yeah. something? I mean, you feel like pretty confident you could put it in your pack and it'll be alright. Okay, well then I'll You could also it fold pack. it up and put it in your notebook. The questions notebook. Oh. If you wanted to try and keep it safer that way. I could do that. Speaking of questions... Has my person, have, has the book had any good dreams lately? 
Are you going to look at it? Yeah, if I'm folding it up and putting it in my book, I'm going to look at my book. Um, you look at, have you had any dreams lately? And the writing under it appears. It says, yes, I oft dream of my youth when I was a young and powerful enchanter. Hmm. So there's the answer to your question. Cool it's beans. So I'm putting the map in the book, and then I'm just going to like put the book away, and then I'm just going to leave detect magic and let it move on. Okay. Uh, other than the magic that is um, you know, on your party, mm-hmm. you, you don't feel any magic in this room. Okay. Um, Karox, you are opening the footlocker. Uh, go ahead and roll a dex save. I'm joking. You're fine. Roll it anyway. Six. <laughs> so, uh, it's like that sharp bit of metal that you don't notice is sharp and you kind of slice your finger open on. It's the worst kind of cut, but you're alright. Um, but you got tetanus. <laughs> so you open the chest and inside you find what appears to be a, a well-preserved um, scroll. It, it is, um, it's got, like, the ribbon around it to keep it furled up with, um, maybe, like, a dwarvish rune pressed in wax. I was going to ask if there was a seal. I'm going to open it and attempt to read it. Okay. You open it, and surprisingly in common... <laughs> Okay, so here's what I wrote. It reads as follows, and then parentheses, please let somebody fucking speak Dwarvish. <laughs> I mean, if, I, if it's in Dwarvish... No, it's, it's going to be in common for ease of this story. Well, I can just read it after a long rest and change one of my spell slots. You guys going to take a long rest in this room after... Uh, I mean, you did just fight, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what time of day is it? Um, you woke up, you kind of uh, piddled around, ate breakfast with Seven Thundercloud... You went outside, it was mm, probably so it was like, noonish, maybe, or like late morning. You fought the monk people, the red monks. Um, then a couple people ran after the invisible lady. Yeah. Uh, then us. you guys regrouped. Um, Seventh Thundercloud talked to you again, and you teleported and you blinked around. Um, however, I guess we'll say Can't, it's. it's Can't wizards. Change a spell slot during a short rest? I don't know. You look that up, think about it, and um, I will let you know this. It's probably like late afternoon, early evening. For some reason, even though it was before noon when you left, I guess uh, we'll say the teleport travel you guys took, um, it last, like, you guys blinked, but there have been large chunks of time you've missed. Maybe we're in a different time zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Long you? rest. Yeah, you're in a different time zone. It's night here. Long rest is fine. Okay. But it's it's late afternoon, early evening. So it's not impossible for you to feel like you could take a long rest and be okay. We're in Dwarven Central time. Do, yeah, it's, it's Dwarven Central time. We should see. I feel like that would just be mountain time. Mountain time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we should see what, you know at least investigate the smoke first before we do that, so... 
Okay. <clears throat> see if we're in danger or not. So you look at it and you want to keep it in Dwarvish, so it's uh, it's Dwarvish. Cool. Um, Michael, you're looking through the left door, and yes. Myrna, I guess you're looking through the opposite door. Yeah. Um, Michael, you see what appears to be like um, like a very old kitchen. Um, but it's completely under rubble. Hmm. Myrna, you see a bunk room. Okay. There are maybe a couple of beds left standing, but the rest have been crushed by the falling ceiling that no longer exists. Okay. Can I open um, the door? There's no, it's a, cr- it's a rubble, it's a yeah. rubble-filled doorway. There's a bunch of rocks. I can blink in there, though. Ooh, I'll polymorph myself into a rat, and then I'll check the place out. I wouldn't let solve like, his rubble the, puzzle. The, the yes. pixie can't squeeze through I wouldn't let the small pixie go through. like a flea through. or something. I'm gonna turn into a flea. Polymorph into a cockroach. Yeah. He's Please use your you. only fourth level he's, spell right now. He's gonna squish you. <laughs> Uh, actually, and then go look at where the smoke. I, I have from. another fourth level and a fifth level. You're at fifth level spells already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. That's yeah. how I can do dimension or teleport circle. Mm. Really All right. So, are uh, you doing that? No. Okay. Uh, Manu, as you're um, as you're watching, then roll me a uh, perception check, and no, before no, you no. tell me your answer. Let's go to Morana, who is sitting comfortably in a very old chair. How do you sit with, like, four weapons on your back? Carefully. Not comfortably. <laughs> so, um, the chair's nice. It's stone. So it's, it it's not comfortable, but it's very ornate. That's about it. What was your uh, perception? Manu. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Um, you're kind of keeping watch, looking at the doorway, um, and you can hear like, boosh, boosh, boosh. Sounds like either, like metal on metal. So there's a little clang. Uh, Fading or getting closer. It's the same. It's always the same distance. Oh, it's the same. Okay. Yeah. So that's what you hear, but you don't see anything. So I hear it. It echoes through the ruins of the city. So you can't really tell which direction it's coming from because you might be hearing an echo from somewhere else. Okay. But um, it's never getting closer and it's never getting farther away. Okay. Yeah. Um, like, do I have a sense of how far away it is? Like. Um. Not really, because how it bounces off of all the stone buildings, like, you can't really tell where it's coming from. Does anyone else hear it? Your roll was a 23? Yeah. If anyone wants to try and roll perception... That's absolutely 18. Yeah, I guess Mono would be like... It doesn't be 23. I guess Mono would be like, do you I hear that? I got 20. So what is that total? For perception, 23. Yeah. I got an 18. 22, 18. My modifier is plus 3, so... Not possible. 17. 17. Yeah, um, even with the net 20, it's just 23, but you, you you kind of feel it's coming from the north, but you're very unsure. Okay. Honestly, I would assume that it's someone in the north probably smithing. But we're um, in a ruin, correct? Yes, yes. but there's also smoke there is smoke coming from a big building to the north. And there's a dwarven... 
rooms. So it would make sense that it could be something in yeah. that big building smithing. We need to stay on our guard. Ghosts. Always. Ghosts. No, I'll see the ghost. Alright, so uh, you feel like you've act like um really well looked through this room. To you the next place. In, you can't get into the next rooms. Where do you guys want to go? There's that. We need to clear the trouble. Yes. We spent 17 days. <laughs> I want to go look at some of the houses. Um, might have fun stuff. There's definitely, a, uh, there's definitely a house across the way from the barracks <laughs> that looks intact enough for you guys to go in. Okay. If um, you would like. Can go I'm going to head to the, the smoke. He goes, guys, we shouldn't leave a split the party, and then you go to one place together. All right, we're going to split the party. <laughs> All right, so let's do this. Who's going to look in the house across the street? Who's going somewhere else? Who? Uh, raise your hand if you're going to the north to look at the smoke. I'm going to do it after. I thought you were going to the house. I changed my mind. <laughs> he wants to die. <laughs> James didn't raise his hand this time, though. Because it, uh, it was implied. Okay. So, Karox, Salar... Phelan, Manu, go into the smoky house place. Uh, Myrna and Morana, are you guys staying together? Or are you going somewhere else, Morana? What are you doing? She's gonna I'm going to go with her to the house. You're, you're going to go with Myrna. Okay, we'll take care of you guys first as the other four uh, decide to head north. Uh, you guys enter this house, and it is a, um, it's a very nice, ornate well-carved house. It is made of stone. Um, it has a... It has a large um, main chamber. And you could see that it may have at one point had a second floor, but the... like It looks like the entirety of the second floor and roof have been sheared off. So it's kind of damp. But because most everything in the house is carved out of stone, things are kind of intact. Um, there appear to have been pictures on the wall and nice frames, but through time and weather, they've been kind of ruined. Uh, you see in the main room a um, like a plaque carved out of bronze or of carved bronze like it's etched with words uh, but that's really the only thing of note in this house what do you do hmm. I'm gonna copy down the markings on the thing onto like a so so this one is actually in common oh I'm going to read it. <laughs> so it is the charter for the founding of the city of Garwendul. Um, it shows that the governor's name was Vorfass Stormheart. And it explains what actually a couple people already found out in their history checks. That this city was to be a satellite, basically outpost for Ironkeep and Deep Castle, the first of its kind where mountain and hill dwarf alike can live side by side and mingle with the people of other races in harmony and trade as normal cities would. 
Um, roll both of you reading this. Roll a history check. That's a no. Did you roll a one? Yeah. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Did you heard of history? <laughs> what's your What's your modifier? One. Ah. What'd you get, Marina? Fifteen. All right, that's what I needed. Um. Your history check lets you in on the fact that back in the day, like a thousand years ago and prior, dwarves were very reclusive. They didn't allow any outsiders into their kingdoms. Uh, they had some greed and selfishness issues. Um, they didn't like anybody. They didn't like outsiders. They didn't like other races of, of, hill dwar- of dwarves. So like Mount Dwarves didn't let hill dwarves. So they were elitists. Yes, they they were the master race basically, um, but they this was after new leadership, and uh, was there a leader named Hitler? Um, no, okay. it was Tadolf Switler. Ah, ah, Tadolf. <laughs> so they um, after new leadership took over both kingdoms, they decided it would be best and more lucrative for them to trade with other races and other kingdoms, so they built this city as their first outpost. And obviously it didn't work well. But they tried, and that's the important part. I mean, if you want to be a loser. <laughs> but it's, uh... It's signed by, um... Vorfast Stormheart, governor... And then there are random, like, uh, people's, like, what, random dwarvish names in their native dwarvish. Um, and a signature at the bottom that looks like it was the most recent of the signatures. It looks like as they made treaties with other kingdoms, they would have them sign this document. Um, and the very last signature is King Mora. Okay. But that's what's in this room. What do you do? Are there other rooms off of it? The way that the building was built, it was a main like entertainment room at the bottom, and then everybody lived on the second floor, which has been sheared completely off of the, the structure. What happens? What do you plan to do with this information? I guess since there's nothing else to like dig around and just head back to meet up with them. You go to meet up with your group. Uh, group! While they're off doing this, you guys are heading towards the smoke, correct? Yes. yes. As you go through the ruined city, you see what appear to be shops. A lot of the um, a lot of the signage is in both Dwarvish and Common, because it would make sense that in a world where the Dwarves were very reclusive, not many people would speak their language. Yeah, that's why none of us do. Yeah, that's <laughs> why. <laughs> so, um, you'll see, like, Dwarvish runes and then, like, tannery in Common, where leather is, made, is done. Or, um, like a carpentry, carpenter shop, 
but they're compl- like as you're passing these buildings, there are these huge boulders that look like they just crashed through roofs and the front of the building, and just it's completely in shambles. Man, these dwarves sucked at making shops. <laughs> Who makes a shop with a boulder through the top of it? <laughs> God. Um. Or oh, something dangerous came through here. As no. <laughs> no, never. Danger? Danger? Is your danger oh, sense ticking? Not yet. Oh, well then I guess not. <laughs> so can you do me a favor really quick and on your electronic character sheet pull up the description of danger sense? And, to, and read it to me? Please? And read it for the audience who have not played barbarians before like myself. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I have to educate the DM. Want me to read it? Danger sense. At the second level, when you gain, you gain an uncanny sense of when things nearby aren't as they should be. Giving you an edge when you dodge away from danger. You have advantage on dexterity saving throws against effects that you can see, such as traps and spells. You gain the, you gain this benefit. You cannot be blinded, deafened, or incapacitated. Two. Oh, okay. Those are both. Those are all three very important. And I think one of those things. Well, incapacitated and unconscious are different, I guess. Yeah, they're different. Well, it says unconscious creature is incapacitated, so I don't know. But that would have maybe done a little better for you last battle when I took you out in one punch. Yeah, took me out and left me there. So, um... Bitch. One punch, as you As you get close to the building with the smoke billowing out of the top of it, you see... That the roof, much like the building Myrna and Morana were in, the roof has been sheared clean off. Um, the front door is now a uh, two-story high hole in the wall. There is obviously no actual door. Um... This is a three-story tall building with the roof gone, but the three stories still remain. Two-story foot large, huge fucking hole in the wall. Um, guys, roll perception. Uh, we will say Mirna and Morana have caught up. James, did you drop a dime? Why do you look like Kenny? Are you, are you cold? I'll turn no, the air on. Really. Oh, well, never mind. Alright, who got 15 or higher? 20. Can we use our passive? Yes. You can use your passive, people. So raise your hand if you got 15 or higher now. Karox, Myrna, Manu. Um, we'll say that uh, Salar, Phelan, and Morana are kind of just looking at the smoke and examining the building. But you three are looking directly through the giant hole in the wall. Upon closer inspection, you see that inside um, a fire giant with a huge hammer is just going at the forge. You don't see what he's building. You see he's got a giant leather apron on. Um, and he has this hammer, and he's just hammering away. Mm. Manny, you did notice as you got closer to this building that clanging, thumping, banging noise was getting louder. Okay. Um, 
He doesn't appear to notice your presence outside. It's good because I don't have any presence for him. <laughs> I had to have sold all that dragon shit. Fuck. You guys have um, also, for those three of you who weren't actually looking at the fire giant, those of you who were looking at the building, um, you see right above, uh, like actually to the left of the giant hole, it says um, there's dwarven runes. And then it says Smith. So, here's probably where the big forge was, or still is. There's a giant forge here. Um. Giant, giant here. Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> a giant to you, hon. I'm going to go talk to him yeah, and start walking towards the, the forge master. That's like he's a giant, giant. Okay. As well. So, Manu says, I'm going to go talk to him, and walks in. I was, I'm walking in. You're walking in? Okay, let me, let me just go ahead and... <laughs> Excuse me! Do that. Sir? Just for... <laughs> oh, so this is what the clanging was all about. <laughs> well, no, he would have turned to you as you said, Excuse me, sir. <laughs> oh, I guess... Whooshing! <laughs> I guess you're actually out this one. Go ahead. No, I was coming in with you. Oh, okay. So... Yeah, well, you got his attention. It's your turn. <laughs> Hell yeah. Wait, where am I? Oh god, what am I? You're so like staring. Um, he looks at you both and he says in this like gravelly voice, he says, Small folk have not tread here in a millennia. What do you want? Just, you know, curious as to I don't have a figure. How a, a giant is using a Dwarf's Forge. He he steps out of the way. I felt like it would be too small for you. He steps out of the way and you see it is a enormous oh. forge. Oh, it's it is huge. Yes. <laughs> um He he kind of laughs. He's like Please stay for supper. What do we have? No. Roll for initiative. Oh. <laughs> so much for that conversation. Yeah, he wasn't really that friendly. He's weird. Know. He looks friendly, though. You're not friendly. Uh, Maybe he was making a weapon for us, you know. All, you know. All right. All right. Initiative. Guys, it's been so long. Approximately two weeks. I know. Feels like forever. I'm gonna kill this fuck. Twenty better. Eric hasn't rolled yet. Hi. Uh, nope. Okay, Morana goes first. Fifteen or better. Uh, Marina, what you get? Fifteen. Manu. Eighteen. Marina, roll off. James. Oh, it's tied to... There we roll. I got an eight. Roll, 16. Alright. You got double his. That means you could go twice before he gets to go. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. So right now we've got Morana, Manu, Marina, me. So four M's. Uh, ten or better. Karox. Ten. Fourteen. So what you're saying is the initiative is mm. Yes. <laughs> the Emporium. Mm. Uh, 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 
I think all that's left is Salar. Yeah, I got a nine. Salar with because mm, so. the nine. My initiative's always stuck, okay? Because it's M M M Fire Giant Phelan Carox Salar. I actually wrote the word me, so it's Casa. All right, guys. So Morana, you're where you are, which we'll say is uh, ten feet off the map. So if you want to get to the map, you got twenty feet of movement. You're first. You see this giant, and he has this maul in his hand, this huge smith's hammer, and he's hungry. And he believes that you would make a fine addition to supper that he could cook on his fork. Well, would I be a garnish? Yeah. <laughs> He's going to stuff you inside the sorcerer <laughs> and have a, 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 a sorce ferritin. It's like a, it's like a turducken, it's like but a turducken. It's smaller. Wouldn't you really be more like the piece of parsley that he just like removes at the start? Yeah, he would, he would be like a, he'd be like a an whore's derby. <laughs> He's going to kill you, but it's just going to be a complete waste. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Morana, you got 20 feet of movement. Actually, it would probably be you instead of your dragon inside of him. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that works really good, actually, yeah. Oh, yeah, he could eat you on top of your dragon. Like a, like a cracker and some spread. Well, I hope I get stuck in his teeth. <laughs> Hashtag Flu 2019. Heard somebody go in the kitchen and got excited. Always yeah, craving that turkey. That's like our dogs when we go into the pantry. <laughs> She is fucking obsessed with turkey now. We've spoiled her. That's why she's so fat. She's not fat. She's just it's fluffy. Fluff. <laughs> if you go to pick her up, she weighs nothing. So, Morana, what, you move there. What do you do? I would like to Eldritch Blast. Roll to hit. It's a d20 plus your number there. Mm-hmm. It says I have two beams at level five. Yeah. Yeah, so you have two hits. Yeah, so you roll You roll twice. Roll. And 2d20 each, and yeah, so which one? Each one is a beam. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, one of them is... Okay, so I've got an 18 plus 9 and then another 18. So both of them are 18? So, oh, both of them are 18 or better. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both hit. Sweet. So that's uh, 2d10. Yeah. That'll work. Just... Yeah, that'll work. Oh! 20. 20. Holy Damn. shit. Max damage. You got anything else you want to do? She's looking intently at her character sheet. I guess I'll just wait there to die. She waits there to <laughs> die. I'm... Manu, are you going to wait there to die? Yes. All right, rage. moving on. Oh, no. move. No. So let's rage. I'd uh, like to uh, rage, please. I'd like to rage now. How much movement do you have right now? 40? All the movement. I was just curious at level 9. What yeah, I've got, I got 40 feet. So I could get to him technically, right? Someone someone math that for me. 30, 35, 40. You can get yeah, to you know there. Because <laughs> these are... Okay, so move myself up with my ragey rageness. Not all 40. Not all 40? That's about 30. 30. Yeah, take me to 30. Take me to 30. Take me to 30, <laughs> and I'm going to throw my starlight. Star bright. <laughs> ah! Fuck! 
How long have you guys been waiting to do that? <laughs> that was so good. I hate my sword now. Oh, I thought it was a good name. Starbright. I was going to call it the Daystar, but I decided against it. I mean, you might as well just call it Dayman. How about the Stardar? <laughs> the Stardar. Sorry. I'm going to throw my Starbright. All right, roll to hit. Thank you. It's just as if you were hitting normally. Just FYI. I didn't want you to think it was a dex attack because it was a thrown weapon. 23. Uh, yeah, I'll do it. Okay, great. Now, and I get 2d8 on top of the d6s, is that right? 2d6 plus 2d8. Okay, great. Uh, another d8. Let's use this ugly one. There we go. 2d6, 2d8. I am raging, so three more. Ooh, that's, that's awesome. 12. 18 damage. 18 damage. Bonus action, call it back into my hand. Okay. And extra attack, throw it again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's how that one works. Uh, 26. To hit? Yeah. Yeah. 10, 15, 16, 18, 19, 19 damage. Okay. Anything else? Your sword is now stuck in him. Yep. And it's going to stay there. All right. As I just go. <laughs> Marina, what's your uh, dragon's movement? 60. So you can get, if you wanted, you could make it all the way up to him. Bite him in the dick. <laughs> Use your dragon bite to bite him in the dick. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what you should do. Just remember, he's considered a huge creature, so... Yes, he is a huge. That's a lot of dick. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that, that dick's probably bigger. All than that size than. actually went to his hands. Uh, <laughs> that, that dick's probably bigger than your dragon. You know what they say about you know guys with large hands, right? Need mm. big gloves. Yeah. Ooh, even better. Um, blind his urethra. Ah! Into the bladder, up to the kidney, and start wreaking havoc. He's wearing. I'm gonna pull this out. He's wearing clothes. He's and wearing a jockstrap. <laughs> this and a metal like condom. Really, like work out well for me though. I don't want to be a catheter. Don't worry. Urine sterile. You'll be fine. Urine sterile. Not fire and, and technically, we're gonna treat you more like a kidney stone. I love this entire thing, and I will allow it to happen. (laughs) But I know that's not what she wants to do. So do what you want. Oh, but he'll double over in pain, and then we get advantage on attacks. Have you ever had a kidney stone? Yes, it's I. That's how I was introduced to Dilaudid, and now I'm an addict. Yeah, Dilaudid's awesome. Yeah, it's like floating on warm clouds made of root beer. Hey, kids, only take Dilaudid if it's given to you by a doctor. (laughs) I'm a doctor. I'm a drug court case manager. That's weird. <laughs> um, Anyways, back okay. to Myrna's turn. I'm Myrna, what are you doing? Fly up to him. Okay. I'm going to fly up his urethra. <laughs> Perfect. And I'm going to try and inflict wounds. Okay. Do I need to save or do you roll to hit? I have to roll to hit. you ever hit with it before? No. Okay. Uh, Only when she was a god. 13. 13 is a mess. It's a mess. Okay, well, as a bonus action, um, I'm going to cast Healing Word on myself. I'm what are you at? Just I'm at, like, half health. Oh. So. Yeah, go ahead and heal yourself. Um, what level are you casting it at? I'm going to cast it at... 
third level. So that'll be what, 3d4 plus your wisdom modifier? Yeah. All right. Do you roll ones? No, I got. Oh, that's good. Four, seven, ten. Okay. Back, and Nisha's going to bite him. Okay, roll to hit. Right in the dick. Um, so that's seventeen. Miss. Uh, okay. So you guys yeah. now know his AC. <laughs> He's helicoptering it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, um, it's my turn, and the only person in front of me right now How many spins can you is the fairy. Didn't think that. Yeah, but he doesn't even see it. Well, it did Especially try to bite his dick. And it was a 17, so it wasn't even like she whiffed. It was like the codpiece, like, deflected it. <laughs> um. I broke my, jack, my dragon's jaw. Yeah, your dragon's got a broken tooth. Um. <laughs> So he's gonna attempt to hit you with his maul. He's probably gonna. Very, very rough attack. Well, it's nice knowing all of you. Ooh, wait! I might have missed! Rolled a 5. So, 16. Uh, My armor class is 16. So I hit. Okay. As a reaction, I throw out magic shield. That's not how that works. You can cast shield as a reaction, but only upon yourself. So I'm gonna roll 66 now. Uh, I'm gonna die. Nah, you'll be fine. Uh, thanks for getting that right round song stuck in my head. <laughs> James. So that is uh, 20 points of damage. I rolled low. So glad I uh, used that healing word. He then reaches down with one hand and just grabs like a big chunk of stone from the floor and hurls it at Manu as the second attack. Um, it doesn't require you to make a deck save because it's a to hit ranged attack, so your danger sense isn't gonna work. But I wanted to let you know that I remembered it existed. So to hit, 30. <laughs> Dude, I almost crit. Oh, it was just close. It was I a dick hair. You basically doubled my AC almost. <laughs> Alright, so uh, you're going to take some damage. You know who else is as strong as a fire giant? Trake. Denair. Denair. <laughs> yeah, he was. Alright. You're going to take 10, 19, 21, 23. What kind of damage is it? 24, 25 bludgeoning damage. Great. It's not 12, magical. 12 bludgeoning. So you take half, yes. Kaboom. Fuck. You get <laughs> hit with this boulder. And it hits you. I'm not bloodied yet. And you, you get hit, and you're like, man, that probably would have hurt a lot worse if I wasn't so angry. And then he takes his other hand and puts it back on his maul. And it is Phelan. So Please shoot a fireball at him. I'm going to. It'll be very effective. But I have a question. Yes. If I throw a fireball, and it's made of ice, will it just bludgeoning his face and do cold damage at the same time? 
So fireball. Giant... Okay, so I've been thinking about how to deal with your ability to alter all of your spells' damage types. It. I was thinking specifically about what if he turns fireball into an ice ball. Um. So here's what I'm gonna do. What is your fireball? Eight d six. Four d six bludgeoning. Four d six ice. Okay. And um. Oh, I guess you make it. Well, here's the thing. I've also thought about that. And if you're doing something like that, it's not going to be a radius. It's going to be like a ranged spell attack. So you're going to have to roll to hit. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, but if you get a one, you're going to hit me. No, if he gets a one, he's going to pull a crit fail card. Very likely. And then he's going to hit you. (laughs) But yeah, so uh, roll your to hit. Oh, I definitely hit. It's like... It's <laughs> the sigh of relief Aaron just had. <laughs> it's like 15 plus 10, so... Yeah, you're, right. you hit. You hit. I'll just make sure. Oh, it's 9. Okay, so it's... Yeah, yeah you hit. So roll uh, roll 46 first, or all of them. <laughs> okay. Pull out the first four, and those will be the bludgeoning. Okay, so it's 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Uh-huh. And then the, um, the ice damage is... 19. Okay, so a total of 27. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Wild Magic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't forget the fun. <laughs> Can't forget about the wild magic. What could possibly go wrong? It said it right there. <laughs> oh, it's going to be bad. Target experiences clairvoyance when he is burned. But is he, he's a fire giant. He's a fire Can giant. He he's never burned. <laughs> It'll last forever, and he'll never know. Um, so after I throw that, I just say, "You just got iced in the face." So he got burned. So no, I don't think that's that kind of burn. <laughs> Freezer burn. Um. All right. You got anything? You got movement or anything you want to do? Sure, I'll go right there. All right. You move uh, twenty feet out diagonally to the north. I'm assuming this place is big. Enough. It's just like this. It's, yeah, we're doing like a giant coliseum. Okay. Alright, Karox. You watch this, um, you watched your sorcerer triton friend shoot a fireball and then midair it, like, fucking freezes and just bashes into this giant explodes. Okay, that's cool. Um, where's this spell? I was looking at other spells, but I don't need to use them yet, apparently. Uh, okay, I'll do chromatic orb at a uh, third level. Actually, yeah, I'm just gonna do that right now. Hashtag Megan has floof watch in her arms. And she's not happy. I'm gonna use neither is neither is VB. Cold damage. Okay, so chromatic cold orb. Yeah. Uh, Do you roll the hit or do I? I that's a 19. That'll hit. You got a negative modifier? No. You're fine. Plus... <laughs> 8. No. It Plus should be, 10. Yeah, I was going to say it should be like 10. Okay, yeah, you hit. How many dice do I need now? I don't know. I don't use Chromatic Orb very often. Uh, 3d8 and I cast it at third level, so it's two more d8s. You need some d8s? I got some. No, I got them. Unless... 
Grace and Katie stole them. Kason? You don't have to be weird about it. <laughs> We're just Casey, Casey. messing with you. You did take one of them. That's because I need them too. On the okay. red. See, if, hey, if you guys had a dice subscription to LibrisArcana.com. <laughs> hey, tell me how I could get one. Well, you go to their website and use the promo code METALANDMAGIC and make sure you use the AND symbol. It's all one word. And you get 20% off your dice subscription. You'll never be on D8s again. Oh, shit. That worked out well. That's okay, so but are, the, are the M's capital or are they located? It doesn't matter. Okay, cool. Make sure you use the and symbol. Yeah. Make sure, that make sure you use an ampersand. So, ampersand, metal, and magic, ampersand. Cor- no. <laughs> okay, okay, so. Oh, God, now we're confusing Get everybody. It right. That'll be 17 cold damage. 17 cold damage. Okay. He looks a little rough. He looks like he's not a big fan of cold damage. Yay. Surprise. Wow. Would never have guessed. All right, you got anything else? Desecrator. Um, and then my zombies are gonna shamble up. <laughs> get there by the time the guy's dead. My zombies will dash. Up. Oh, they're dashing through the snow. Zombies dash at the same speed as Manu uh, moves, but you know. She is most displeased. <laughs> yes, the floof is most displeased at this current predicament in which she finds herself grappled on the sofa. I'm shooting for a strength check. Salar! I think that's about as far as I can get. Okay. Yeah. So he's within 60 feet of me right now. Uh. Well, the diagonals count as tens. No, I'm not doing the diagonals. Yes, he's within 60 feet. Okay, I'm gonna use Frostbite. What do I do or what do you do? I just rolled a hit. Okay. And if I hit. He then dies. I just do 2d6 Wait, are you cold damage. A spell? No, it's a cantrip. <laughs> <laughs> are you using one of your two spell slots? I only have one left. Oh I shit! Really get to Luckily, it's a cantrip. Do that, but I rolled a lovely nine. To hit total? Yeah. What's your to hit? Well, she rolled a two. Seven. Oh, I was uh, thinking it was an eight, and I was like, is that a one? No, I know. I believe you. It's okay. You uh, failed. <laughs> it's all right. You're 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 failed. Okay, and then I'm gonna pop my sword into existence. Okay, bonus action. Papa the sword. Yeah. Anything else? No. All right. Back to the top of the order, Morana. Um. Your friends are attacking this giant giant. That's 30. You still probably don't have enough movement to get there. Yeah, I'm just going to use a greater healing potion. Okay, so in lieu of your movement, you use your potion? Sure. Okay, 4d4 plus 4. Do you need some d4s? No. Okay. everyone everyone's that? Yeah, while she's rolling her health, let's just take a look around the table. Above my I have 69 out of 70 of my normal hit points, and then 12 temporary hit points. Megan's dice tower just ate all her dice and wouldn't give them back. All right, so Grayson's at 12 temp and 69 regular. Yeah. Because that's the sex number. Yeah. Out of 70. Uh, 
Kerox! What are you at? I'm max, 73. You're on max. Uh, Phelan, how you doing? I'm like somewhere in the 40s. Out of? Like somewhere that's in the, the 40s. 40s. That's in the max. Yeah, 48 out of 40. Uh, Myrna, how are you okay. hanging over there? 17 out of 58. Oh shit, Manu! <laughs> what are you at? Didn't you just Better heal? than her! <laughs> 61 out of 100. I healed myself for 10 and then he hit me for 20. Uh, <laughs> and Morana, after your uh, greater healing poche, what are you at? I'm now at 81 out of 95. Okay. Use your movement to uncork the greater healing potion. Drink it. You got your action, your bonus action. What do you do? You do still have Eldritch Blast as a cantrip. Can't move. Oh, yeah. I just... Hmm. Yep. Just gonna cantrip. Eldritch Blast. Roll you 2d20. So, 15 and 20? 15 and 20. One of those hits. Okay. It was the 15, wasn't it? Yeah. The only way to hit him is to roll exactly 15. (gasps) No. Um, Yeah, go ahead and roll 1d10. Exactly 15. That's a 5. 5. Damage. Anything else? I wait to die. Okay. (laughs) Manu. Take my turn. Okay, so run up, mm-hmm. fin- finish the movement. Bonus action to get my sword out of him. Okay, <laughs> running up, bonus action, get sword from chest. And then, uh, is he wearing anything like made out of any raw material? I mean, he's got a leather apron on. <laughs> Other than that, you can see metal. Like, he's got metal pauldrons. He's probably wearing some armor. Okay. So basically, here's how I want this to work. With his metal pauldrons. He's got two. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to use the spell Fabricate. What are you going to do with these? Basically, what I want them to do is clamp around his head so he can't see. <laughs> okay, so... Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to roll... What you're going to do is his pauldrons are going to crack around his head. I'm going to roll a dex save. On which what? is literally his worst save. And I'll roll it on a table. Alright. And it's going to have to beat... 8 plus your proficiency bonus plus your... Uh, what's your highest, like, out of wisdom, intelligence, and charisma? Uh, Are they all here? Don't no. W- wisdom's actually my highest. What you got in wisdom? A three. So your proficiency bonus right now, guys, is four. Correct? As level nine characters. No. It's yeah. twelve. So he's gonna have to make a DC fifteen Dex save to catch the metal from going on his head. Drop his mallet too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He will. That's a pretty fast reaction. And here's the thing. If he doesn't, it's going to give him the blinded condition. Okay, great. That's what I'm going for. Okay. So I'll roll it. Uh, I'm going to roll it in Grayson's box here. Yeah. So he will have been disarmed as well as... Blind. If he fails. Here. So I'm going to let you know I've got a plus three uh, to this. Oh, wait. What? I'm raging. Yeah, you are. Just use your action to cast a spell, too. 
No, I can't do that while I'm raging. Oh, you can't cast I a can't spell? I can't cast any spells while I'm raging. Technically, it's not casting. It's a, like, a weapon feature. Okay, I'll leave that to the DM, then. I like the idea, but if you'd rather walk up and hit him, I'll let you do that. I mean, if you don't deal damage or hit him or something, you come out of your rage. Oh. Technically, this would be a hit, though, wouldn't it? No, it's a, it's a, something that would... You're not rolling to hit, so it's technically not a hit. It's, a, it's, a, it's an option that would make me safe. Mm-hmm. So if you would like to retcon this and hit him, I'll allow it, but... You yeah, have to pull the sword and just hit him twice. Okay. I can't afford to lose That's that boring, rage. but okay. I can't afford to lose the rage. Okay. So, two swords. Uh, 12 and a 24. 12 total? Or 12 on the die? 12. Oh, yeah, 12 misses, but 24 hits. Okay, great. Uh, let's see. 10, 16. Plus... Six is... 22. 22. Plus three is... 25. 25. Thank you. Thank you for the nice round number. Um, anything else? Uh, that was my two and a bonus yeah. and movement, no. Myrna, you've been smashed like a... He's got a plus five fly swatter, and he's just fucking batting you out of the air. What do you do? I'm going to blow my horn of the water collar and summon a tsunami. Alright, so do you have the spell pulled up? I do have the spell pulled up. Read it to me, please. You have to make a strength saving throw, and on a fail, you take 60, 10 bludgeoning damage, or half as much on a successful save. Is it like a a radius thing? It's 300 feet long, 300 feet high, and 50 feet thick. And I'm just going to smash it straight at you. So, is it fair to say that you're doing it at an angle at which it does not affect Manu? Okay. So, I have to make a deck save? A strength save. Strength save. Oh, I'm good at those. Kind of figured, but... All right. What's the number I got to be? Uh, 15. So I rolled a 7 on the die. He's got like a plus 10. Plus 7. So 14. It's a fail. Dude, uh, their saving throws are dex, con, and charisma. What? Yeah. 15. 15 total damage? really disappointing from 60 to 10. That is. I mean, it's half of what you could have. Yeah, it's really sucks. It's a quarter. If it's 60 to 10. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking 60. Yeah, that's a quarter of damage. That's a quarter damage. For some reason, I'm thinking 30 damage or something. Well, it was a small tidal wave because you're a pixie. (laughs) Yeah, it was a very tiny tidal wave. (laughs) She blows the horn, it's like. And. Just kind of splashes in the face. Yeah, he gets away. Um. Okay, so at the start of each of my turns, the wall, along with any creatures in it, move 50 feet away from me. Since you're huge, you're gargantuan? I am, I'm huge. Okay, so, uh, if you're still in it, um, then you take 5d10 bludgeoning damage, uh, if you don't succeed on strength saving throws. Okay. So right now the wall of water is just kind of in my area? Yeah. Alright. Anything else? Mm, no. Alright. My turn. Uh, I've got two people in front of me. I can make two attacks. 
We'll go at uh, Manu first. Manu, he's going to roll a, uh, it's a 27. So I'm going to hit you with uh, 66 plus 7. Alright, alright. 10, 23, 30 damage. It is uh, non-magical bludgeoning damage. I'm bloodied. But you will take half, right? Uh, yeah, I took the 15. Okay. Alright, and... Uh, Marina, odd or even? I'm going to hit Nisha. Oh. Or attempt to. She has one health. <laughs> What's her armor class? Thirteen. Okay, so after roll a two. <laughs> or better. Goodbye, dragon. What's your movement? Ten movement speed? Okay. <laughs> Do you fucking you crit Did you get a man? one? Yes! Yes! <laughs> For those of you at home, Matt just Threw that die across. I think the there's room. a hole in the wall. <laughs> yeah. No, just kidding. He done fucked it up. Megan was all like, I better not be. No, I hit the pushing box. Poor pushing. All right. If you were holding a shield, make a D. I don't know. It's fine. He just misses. He's not holding a shield. All right. My dragon sticks her tongue out at him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of his turn. Phelan. Yeah. I, I could have killed that fucking dragon. Let's see. <laughs> Nisha needs to live. I feel like we need to upgrade Nisha with the like uh, one of the sidekick templates. Okay. So we'll have to work on that. Cool with that. I'm gonna do scorching ray, but obviously it's gonna be you can scorching use... ice. <laughs> scorching ice. Yeah, that was the word you needed to change. Was ray. Yeah. <laughs> Out of those two words, you pick the correct one. Would that just be like Fine. high-powered sleep? Why, why not freezing ray? No. That's stupid. That would make sense. <laughs> How dare you speak sense? No. <laughs> Your logic doesn't work here. <laughs> this okay, I'm, doing it as a... I'm sorry, I'll just go back to raging over here. My bad. <laughs> Alright, so these I'm doing are... doing as a third level. Okay, and I'll say these just hit like normal. You do the normal thing and instead it's ice damage. Uh, okay, that one got knocked. Let's see. Wait, so it's nine. So, 16. Miss. 20. Hit. And oh. that's the second lowest, so the rest of them hit. Okay. But none of them are, like, natural. All right. So go ahead and roll your uh, beautiful bean footage. That freezing ray. Beautiful. <laughs> roll, no. roll the scorching... It's scorching... Scorching sleet. You just just imagine like these fiery little ice cubes getting thrown. So uh, Michael cast freezer burn. Yeah. So now he's burned. (laughs) Yeah, and he gets clairvoyance. So you can see your next move. The first one's seven. Uh huh. The next one is nine. Uh huh. The next one is seven. And that's wait. Yeah, eight. Sorry. Okay, that's it? That's it, right? 24. Yeah. Alright. You got anything else? His weapon shrinks by 75% upon contact with blood. Okay. 
Oh, it'll be fun. Blind uh, bloody, hit me again. <laughs> well, it's not hit you, so there's blood on it. Yeah, right? I, no, no, it has to be upon contact. Means Spit blood next time it contacts with blood. Yeah, but like, I don't know any of this stuff. You would know it. Uh, I'm going to spit blood. <laughs> I cast <laughs> blood <laughs> spittle. <laughs> so uh, is that like a dex? No, uh, we're gonna move on to Karox. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna like activate my ring and subtract a quarter of my hit points. Um, what do you have, my, my name? I'm in like the 40s, I think, at this point. Okay. And then I'll subtract 20, a quarter of my hit points. I'm at 70, I got a total of 73, I'm just gonna say 25. Okay, uh, so you realize that a quarter of your hit points give you a level of exhaustion. Okay. And then I'll roll 48 and then like my life force will transfer into Mirna and you're gonna gain 25 30 I thought he was going to me um, he wanted to make sure you were okay oh. freaking 30 36 45 48 uh, so I'm gonna take 48 damage and you're gonna gain 96. You're at full. Yeah. <laughs> cool. What's your full? 58. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Okay, yeah. so James, just FYI, so like disin- goes until you explode. disadvantage on all ability checks until you rest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> How does it feel for the cleric to I'm be so healed lucky. by the necromancer? Yeah. <laughs> In the most necromantic way possible. Yeah, it's just like... If I I, wasn't now. a pixie, I'd probably be ashamed, but I'm a pixie, so I'm just rolling with it. I like um, to imagine so much healing force went into her that her blood actually shot on the fuck up. Or so transferred into Bonnie. I exploded <laughs> completely and reformed. She, yeah, she got full, so full of health, her body exploded, and a new one, like, ripped out of her. Yeah. Um, you got a movement you want to do? Mm. But you can use a potion to, I'm back to, up here. instead of movement if you want. Since you just took fucking 48 damage. I'm gonna throw a rock at you. I'm gonna throw a rock at you. pebble? No, I got a boulder throw. Fruity pebble. I throw a fruity pebble at you. Oh Wait, god, the they, they double, dragon. they dash though, right? Three of them did. Alright, so one of them can, one of the zombies can attack. But do they have blood? Just powdered zombie blood? No, powdered zombie blood. Natural 20. Are you serious? No. Oh. I didn't move it. Okay, that's it. You good? Alright. Salar. Am I tolling? Yup. Okay. Uh, I need a move. I can make it right here. I can't believe I had to roll a fucking two. And... All I had to roll was a two. The universe wants Nisha to live. I kill that dragon. Am gonna. You have to scratch it off your name card. No. It's just gonna say Mir- Mirna and. No, it'll say Mirna <laughs> and Nisha's okay. ghost. I'm gonna well, Eldritch Blast. Your dragon dies. Okay. So Eldritch Blast. Correlating colors go together. Okay. Which means if one of them gets max damage but doesn't hit, okay, they both got seven damage. Uh, so that's a nine plus seven is sixteen. Miss. Okay. Uh, what about eighteen? 
Hits exactly. Okay, so it's going to take comes again. eleven. Bless force damage. Eleven force damage. You see, as you hit him with that Eldritch Blast, he teeters back. But he's still standing. You done? Does he bleed? And does some of his blood get on his weapon? No. The force damage knocked all his blood backwards. All the blood. He's also in a giant wall of water right now, so it's going to be pretty hard for him to... Uh, no, it makes it easier. The blood gets into the water and then goes into his weapon. It's diluted. It doesn't count. Actually, technically, with blood cells and water, the blood cells explode because it's not too much right. meiosis. Or yeah, yeah. It basically, it needs to be a uh, mitosis type yeah. solution. Have you seen mitosis? Because <laughs> um, I left my footy high in the air. Um, and Harry Potter socks again. <laughs> ah! Oh, I'm wearing my cat dog socks. Fucking cat dog, yes. Yeah, like. Alright, you guys are moving my table all the way over here. Please stop. Alright. Yeah, that's the end of my turn. To the top. Morana. He looks rough. Roof. I helped. She moves up 30 feet and still cannot reach. For her leggies do not work that well. So I'll just blast again? Yeah. So when you one of those hits. When you multi-classing into uh It's a fifteen and a six, right? Yeah. One of those hits. Okay. I already multiplied. No, sorry. Eight. Eight damage. Oh, Alright. So her eldritch blast is a gift from her friend acquaintance acquaintance close acquaintance the closest Lover. of acquaintances one of that the, she the ones that i actually like she's don't the, hate to be around she's the closest acquaintance that either of you have at this point in time i mean the, the i don't gift, know i feel like trake is very close to me though he's trake's dead chip's never gonna make it to game <laughs> um spoiler alert <laughs> Hey, if you haven't noticed, Chase not here. Um, so the gift from her party member, the the beam, like helixes out of her hand and hits him, and he falls over, and then the rush of tidal wave water runs over him and hits the forge behind him. He is dead. He lives. No more. And then blood gets on his weapon. And then blood gets on his weapon and it fucking shrinks 75%. So now it's mere to size ball. Yay. Wait, I <laughs> yeah. thought it was 50%. It was 75. 75. Well, fuck. Yeah, it's it's like, okay, so uh, quick sidebar. My judge has two gavels on his bench. One is a normal size gavel and one is like one's a, the hand one. a little baby gavel. And he threatens the people with both of them. He's like, which one would you rather me use? And so this little baby gavel is her mall. I would ask for the baby one. Yeah. That's what he. That's what they do. That's oh. the point of it. Oh, I, I want. Wouldn't you rather me go easier on you? Oh, I, I just wanted for comic. Oh, <laughs> it's for okay. It is a, it's, a, it's, it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. Yeah. I really thought it was like world's smallest violin. Like no, it was a metaphor. It's exactly the dumbass. It's like use the big one because I'll be able to hear it better. Judges don't use their gavels. Um, it's just there for sale. They do in Law and Order. Yeah, clang clang. <laughs> All right. That shows real. 
Yeah. <laughs> so real. Real old. Real like getting sick of it. Um, season Take 20. That <laughs> Fucking Olivia Benson is still alive. <laughs> season 20, motherfucker. <laughs> and she's still bad at her job. Follow her as she leads four <laughs> mediocre cops and iced tea through New York. We hear about the kids. Okay, let's stop cat dissing and crack. Fucking Lock great Christmas. Fucking let's stop dissing law and order and get back to like looting the giant. Ice tea's like, you mean to tell me that guys get off on little kids with pigtails? Ice tea, you've been a cop for twenty five <coughs> years. Yes. I'm sorry. Um, dun dun. Wait, people murder people? He's oh. dead. Now he's struck a nerve. <laughs> he's dead. The fire giant is dead. Ice T's not dead. It's the fire giant. What the fuck? might be dead. The fire giant has. He is no more. He is an ex fire giant. The flame has gone Oof. out. Um, yeah, if you would like to loot the body. I have a fire giant. I loot the body table that I found on the internet. I loot the body. Why? I ignore the giants. I look for fire god huh? things. I killed it. Yes, I'm proud of you. While you were too far away to get there. Well, every okay. He's a large man. He's got many things. You can all roll a d12. Yay! Carrie's just like kind of like on his knee. Wait, like, d12? Oh, yeah. Fuck. Okay. If you guys get the same. Six. All right, hold on. Hold on. Hold on! I'm going by people who are closest first. Manu and Mary. I just do a thing real quick and say that I'm so going to do you can still be a prayer of healing. I can't get it. All right, prayer of healing oh, takes... You can't get that? Uh, well, life transfer is necrotic damage. comes off on maximum hit points. Yeah, and prayer of healing takes ten minutes. I know. So you would, be, you would be not looting. Okay. And if you want to cast that, that's fine. Well, All right. Well, so, are you doing it? I mean, well, see, my zombies were up there, and I told them to loot. Well, <laughs> I don't believe that. I'm gonna loot. You're gonna loot. All right, roll d12. I What's your number? Nine. 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 Um, you. F- so like, um, you know how people keep like knives in their boot? Mm-hmm. You're like looking at his foot, and you see like something shiny. And it takes all of your might <laughs> to pull this knife out of his boot. And it is a beautifully crafted Zweihander <laughs> longsword. It's a normal size longsword. Um, it appears to have like food on it. Like he uses it like a dinner knife. Hmm. Does anyone want this sword that I can't <laughs> carry? Alright, so while you're dealing with a beautifully crafted dinner knife. Uh, Manu, what did you get? Eight. Eight. Um. Around his neck, there's like a medallion. Yeah, dude. And it's very large. Like, it's large enough for someone to use it as a shield. It is a, it it would just be a normal sized, it would be a normal shield. So plus two to AC. Uh, but he wore it on a chain, and it's got, um, it looks like it's got, like, a volcano kind of embossed on it, kind of like the, the, the symbol, symbol of Grund. Grund. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, take it and the chain. Okay. Um, does that ever a party with user shield? I do, but my shield's better than that shield. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. 
want a sword. <laughs> My you, sword's better than that sword. <laughs> you have a shield. I have, yeah, I have a badge. You have a little shield. Yeah, I have a, a tiny, baby shield. Have a tiny yeah. Thing. Did you include that in your AC? Alright, so I have a medallion shield and a <laughs> chain. Oh, I did you wouldn't not have gotten hit earlier. You would not have gotten hit earlier if you had changed your AC no, to just add the shield. It was there, and I would not be, you know, crippled. 35 hit points. <laughs> 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 Alright, so then everyone else kind of runs up. I want to loot the body. And we'll go around the table. Sal, what'd you get? Six. Um, in his pocket, he has five silver ingots. Five silver ingots? Yes. So it's just uh, five silver bars used in crafting. Silver weapons or armor. Alright, that's not the sheet I need. So from there, Karox, are you doing anything? You got a five. You got a five. We're going down the list. Uh, all right. You find a uh, a large cluster of wow. red gemstones that are worth uh, about six hundred and twenty-five gold total. Is that rubies? They're red gemstones, so probably like uh, rubies and garnet. And other red gemstones. Red topazes? Yeah, you know, Hundreds red sapphires. I don't know. Sack of red gems. Yeah, 625. Sapphires are blue. I know, it was a joke. <laughs> Not all of them. They have pink sapphires. They have pink sapphires, they have black sapphires too. Racist. Why all sapphires must be blue? Star sapphire lives matter. Um, Michael, are you blue? <laughs> yes. What did you get? I got seven. You guys are doing good at not rolling the same fucking number. I know. I'm actually kind of surprised. We did it on purpose. Um, you actually, it seems like he, f- he, when he fell, he knocked something off of the forge, and it's kind of sticking out under him, and it is another, um, it's like another large, uh, smith hammer. It's not as pretty or well-made as his hammer. But it's his size? But it is giant size. It is a giant size iron hammer. Okay, I put it in my pocket. Okay. Carry around a ten-foot-tall fucking... What's your strength? (laughs) It's 13. Oh, it's better than Karox's. I'm pretty sure mine's better than Karox's. Karox has an 8. I have a 10. Yes. Okay. Um, And, you know, if you want his normal... Weapon, it's there too. It's a maul, but it's 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 small. It's a t- it's a small sized <laughs> weapon. It's a light hammer now. If you look in the if you look in the book, it's under light hammer. I'm just writing massive, ugly smithing hammer. Okay, uh, Morana. Eleven. Eleven. You find a large golden nugget. It weighs ten pounds and is worth five hundred gold. Where'd you find that? And it was a butt plug. It was a butt nugget. That's a butt nugget. Did you tell me how much the silver ones are worth? I didn't. I have to find out how much silver ingots are worth. I don't have a number. Okay. Well, is there any way to fix you? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you guys plant the uh, the building is intact. It's one of the even though there are there is debris like scattered in the corners. 
Um, you could you feel like it's probably one of the best kept buildings in the area if you wanted to take a rest. I want to look at what he's making. Okay, so um, there is a like carved in staircase going up the forge because it is a it's a big forge. It's a, it's not a, like a full staircase. It's just like steps. Mm-hmm. Um. You go up and see that he is forging a helm. A black metal ornate helmet. How big is it? It's giant sized. We should ask him when I'll finish. It's a pixie house. <laughs> it's, a, it's like a pixie igloo. Yeah. A pigloo. So he is, he is working on an, uh, an almost fully completed very nice helmet. It's black metal? Yeah. It's ebony metal from the mountains. You put it on and you look like the helmet from Spaceballs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys? I say, how big is it exactly? It's, okay. How, so if so we're how using... Big giant's head is? So I'm saying, if, we're, if these are, which, by the way, these are supposed to be to scale, these minis, mm-hmm. it's, it's the size of his head. Compared to a medium creature. Well, so here's the thing. Who wears what around here? Armor wise? Uh, I don't wear light. I will take it. Or diamond, definitely. So, uh, so basically, everyone's just like, who has things that Salar has well, but is not Salar? Well, no, no, no. I, I'm asking the question for. I'm asking the question for a reason. Well, who wears what armor wise? Megan has. What kind of armor? Megan, does Megan have? Probably like plates. Right? Looking at fucking Tumblr again, guys. But they removed the porn. What's it to look at anymore? Huh? She's got plate armor, but she doesn't have a specific helmet. Um, well, they, they don't think they really have helmets. No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, certain people have specific helms. Yeah. yeah, I have a helm, and I have a shield, and what, a breastplate? A breastplate and sword. So, could you wear full plate armor? It would... I mean, like, are, are you proficient in heavy armor? Yeah, yeah I'm She's a fighter. A fighter. Okay, so then the question is, the helmet, black uh-huh. metal, is there enough there to, I don't know, fabricate full yeah, plate mail? Yeah, but, um, James, roll an arcana check. Okay. Um, It is mundane. So it would be normal plate mail. Or plate armor. Just FYI. Um, Still plate. plate. I I said full plate's better than breastplate. So. It, you haven't said anything. Uh, how what would that high put my armor class as? Yeah, well, I mean, I was going to look down and be like. Because that's the question. We could probably get a lot of money. Oh, I need to wait patiently. <laughs> yeah. Right. About here. Okay. I'll wait. It's like uh, the height of a doorway. Yeah, yeah. We gotta look down. Like, there's this really nice looking helm up here. Too big for any of us to wear. We could probably sell it for a lot, I'll or have someone melt it down. And I'll go up and look at it. I have a better idea. Does anyone want? I have a better idea. Does anyone want full plate armor? That depends on. Will I allow you to have an AC better than 22? Yes. <laughs> well, what's your AC without the shield? 
Huh? 18. 18. Oh, that's, that's plate armor. You see. She already has plate armor. No, she's got a breastplate. She has a, she has a breastplate, which is 14. Then how does she have... Yeah. No, do... I thought... Look, you were the one that told me about it. I know. Breastplate... It's okay. So I, like, took you. We will work it Full out plate because... Full 18 AC without anything added to it. Oh, you've got plus... She's got plus two magical half plate. So... So that's still 16. Half plate is... Half plate is 16, right? I don't know. Let's look at it. Right here. Half plate is 15 plus dex, so that's 17. With a maximum of 2. Yeah, she doesn't have a dex modifier. So that's 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. And I believe the helm gives you a plus 1. So and 22. shield gives you like plus 4. Yeah, this, so that's correct. You're at 22 right now. You're okay. fine. She's got plus 2 magical half plate. So, so if, 17... Oh, she doesn't have dex modifier. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. But if she took plate, it would be 18 plus 1 plus 4. And yeah, then you can give that to someone that has a dex modifier. So she would be a 23 armor class if she took this mundane plate armor fabricated by our magical barbarian. Yeah, by our magic barbarian. <laughs> I'm not saying we would do it. Would it be like form fitted? I mean, well, it, it's, it's, it's the spell fabricated. He makes so. her go stand in the helmet and then forms it around her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like magical style. Can never take Oh, it. you're using your thing. And it yeah. smells really bad after about a week. <laughs> it's called, I call it the Iron Maiden. It's called, I hope somebody has prestidigitation to make you smell good. But yeah, that it's something that if you guys want to do, you can. And if not, I... I, I have the ability. It's sure. Fun. Um... You'll allow me to have an armor class of 23. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, you gotta, it's, it's within the rules. You, you've made it. Yeah. I mean, you're literally getting rid of a plus two magical set of armor for a mundane plate mail armor. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. Okay. So is that is that something you and want? It's not to say that someone else can't use the, you know, we just get that get it altered yeah. to fit someone else. Yeah. And then, you know. Okay. I'm done with that. Great. Use my level four spell fabricate. Wait, I need to take this off first. Uh, doffing armor takes ten minutes. Well, good thing we're taking a short rest. Um, okay. I, I thought you guys were gonna take a long rest. Yeah, I thought we were gonna long oh, rest. We can take a long Casually rest. Casually removing my armor. I thought it was just. Still and you afternoon. just see this lonely snake like slithering around free. You're just a snake. No, there's a there's. <laughs> yeah, she takes off her armor and she's just a snake in a lady suit. She's, she's basically snake. Earthworm Jim. Yeah. <laughs> I am a snake lady. Hey, hey but other things there's an actual physical yeah. like poisonous yeah. snake that she has just a, she has a comes out as I'm like removing oh, my okay. armor. It's a trouser snake. Yeah, his, his <laughs> name his his name is Salvador. He's not Salvador the trouser snake. He's not gonna hurt anyone. He needs to get into the new armor. There needs to be space for him, preferably not in the crotch. Oh, not a trouser. Give her a really, directly in the cod Give her yeah, a really bulgy cod piece. Like where he can stick his head out, like oh aggressively large. It's <laughs> <laughs> like this. right to the day. He can he can lay out flat. Yeah. So it's just yeah. like that long. Oh, just one, like it's a kickstand basically. <laughs> when she gets tired. But she's never prone if she falls forward. Oh, God. <laughs> 
It's like a fucking, it's like one of those kids' toys. It's like a stole Y'all are just being ridiculous. Is that where you keep your sword? No, my trouser snake. She's like, no, really, snake pulls it out. She's like one of those, like, clowns that when you punch it, it goes, ah, ah, ah. Um. Okay, so you guys take this. He's going hunting for rats and stuff right now. He'll return later. (laughs) You guys, uh, you guys take a long rest. I'm gonna need watches. I'll watch. I'll watch. I just need to fabricate. Yeah, I'll go stand. All right, we'll say, uh, Manu. You want to be first watch? Yeah, and I'll fabricate the armor while I'm doing it. All right. So I guess I'm, I'm also first watch. Time. Sure. Yeah, you guys are armor. both first watch. I'm third watch. I'm yeah. second. I okay. Watch. I mean, I gotta sleep. I gotta watch. <laughs> Rest. Um, Manu and Salar, while you guys are on watch, you you hear footsteps like every so often walk by. They don't. You don't. They don't walk in front of the doorway, but. They're, it's like on a regular um, cadence, so maybe a patrol of some sort. They're heavy, loud footprints or footsteps. Once again, like this out, I thought this place was a ruin. Me too. Um, James, while you're resting, are you picking any spells that might allow you to read anything special? Yeah, I change okay. one of my spell slots to comprehend language. But other than that, your watch is uneventful. Okay. And then I go cool to sleep. Beans. I know. Mirna, by herself, I'll watch too. Um, with my dragons. So, before you, before you I go to sleep, out? though, I'm just going to let you know that there were footsteps. Okay. So... I'm gonna be careful, ask. and also if you see Salvador, like try to guide him into my tent. Okay. Or into my. I'll put. Try Nisha. to guide him into my crotch. I'll put Nisha on Salvador watch, and I will cast invisibility on myself and go stand by the door. Okay. okay. Roll perception. Can I do passive? Sure. Seventeen. Okay. Um. Nisha is like a pseudo dragon, so it's like ethereal ish, right? It's kind of see through. I believe pseudo dragons are kind of wispy. I like it. Let's go with it. Um, so, and you're both small. You're kind of in the doorway. Um, those footsteps you were told about, you hear them. They're coming closer. Um, and like. If the doorway is here, behind me to my right, the guy just kind of walks right past. He doesn't even look in. And it is a huge... It's, a, it's another giant. Uh, she appears to be heading in the direction of the chapel, the, ch- the cathedral. Uh, she's wearing, like, big flowing robes. Um, she's got a giant book and beads in her other hand, and she's walking towards the cathedral. That's all that happens. They do not notice you, or as long as far as you know. Well, I'm invisible. Well, they don't notice your suit of dragon. Or she was more inside looking for the snake. Taking a so. rest in, uh, in the building with a roof chopped off of it. 
Um, I forgot the roof's cut off of this building. Right? No, the roof's still on this one. Oh, I thought you said it was cut No, I said off. this one's a, th- a three-story house that has a roof. The f- one they were in has no oh, roof. Oh, okay. Never mind. Uh, but yeah, other than that, your watch goes uneventful. Third watch, who was that? Me. Well, we come up and tell him about the lady dragon, or the lady giant. Cool ladies. Cool ladies. That's cocked. That's cocked. <laughs> no, it isn't. Um, he didn't tell you to roll, though. Roll perception for me, Michael, <laughs> since you already did. Oh, so roll again? No. Oh. She get? Four? Four. Okay. Hold on while I do this math. <laughs> two plus two <laughs> equals four. <laughs> um, so you are kind of like, you're sitting in a chair and you're leaning back. You're like, man, I sure do look like a fish. For some reason you have a redneck accent. <laughs> Man, I like my fish hands. Man, I sure do look like a fish. <laughs> Can we talk about... Okay, really quick. Megan and I have been playing Kingdom Hearts 3, and we watched a video, and somebody was talking about it, and they had Goofy say fuck, and it was fuck, and it was the funniest thing I think I've ever seen in my life. Alright, um, so you're leaning back in the chair. Oh, this up. I don't know. Um... It's the loudest you've been recently. Um, so we are, uh, Michael is leaning back in the chair, and he's looking at himself. He's like, man, I, I am fishy. And when he, he like, yeah. leans back with one foot, he's looking at his foot, and he loses balance, and he falls back. Um, makes a pretty loud clutter. Shakes a couple people out of their sleep for a second. You look around, you see everything's kind of okay. There are fish friends on the floor, but you don't give a shit. And, um... He's probably trying to kill himself again. <laughs> I'm gonna come back as a dwarf and read all this shit! Yeah, you guys wake up and I'm just hanging. <laughs> yeah. But is there anything specific you'd like to do during your watch? Other than hang yourself? No, just hang myself. Okay. Um, no, you're fine. No. There's no rope. <laughs> I mean, I've got plenty of rope. Nope! No rope! I have all 50 feet. It's all, all gone! Only frayed. It's all frayed and shitty. Um, or you have rope, but there's nothing to tie it to. Yeah, yeah, I, cast, I cast a wall rope of fire, trip. and then I stand it, and I turn it to ice. <laughs> okay, Avatar. <laughs> and then, for a thousand years, no one knew where the Avatar was until two small Inuit children found him and broke him free of his igloo. Sorry. Um. Yeah, you're fine. And, um. You guys wake up. You're all fully healed. You've got your spell slots back. Um. James, you now know comprehend languages. And Kung Fu. I just prepared a spell. I know. But you guys awake. The forge is still going. I tell everyone about the giant lady. You tell everybody about the giant lady. Okay, so now you all know. She kind of describes to you this no. priestess-looking giant. With We're in that episode of Futurama. <laughs> snoo <laughs> snoo. snoo snoo. Death by snoo snoo. <laughs> oh, that's how I can die. 
There's no coming back from that. <laughs> Once you go snoo snoo, you never come back. So, um, she explains that she had, like, the beads and the book and large hooded robes, and she was heading towards the cathedral. Um, but yeah. What, uh, what do you plan? What's your plan, children? To revert my hit points back. To go to the cathedral. Um, so, first things first, I wake up and I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) And then I, I, I do... Isn't comprehend language a ritual? Is yeah, yeah, it's a ritual. So I could have just done it as a ritual. Are are wizards ritual casters? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then yeah, you probably didn't need to do that. You could have just done it as a ritual. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Alright, well I'll, I'll let you I'll let I'm you a, fix that. I'm gonna cast it as a ritual. No, it's okay. fine. No, I'll let you fix I, it and replace I swapped it. the grease out. Oh, for, okay. Are okay. you sure you don't want grease? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> but we can do a musical number at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you read, and here's what it says. After ten minutes of, you know, ritualizing. After ten minutes of staring at this paper, you finally, the words come into view. They're moving! Um, and it says, Commander Colefinger, the scouts have located a large group of giants heading towards the city. We must shut the gates at once and ready our defenses. We have not seen a group of giants this size able to work together in the past, so we assume their plans will fall apart before they arrive. However, <clears throat> sorry, lost my place. However, we must be sure to prepare for the worst. They number at least 20 strong, mostly fire giants with a couple hill giants in tow. We have not the defenses of Iron Keep or Deep Castle to keep us safe. And we must act fast. Obviously, the final say is up to you and the governor. But please heed the warning of the scouts. Signed, Andolin Opalcloak. I made that name up and it's hard to say. Andolin Opalcloak, 1st Scouts Regiment. Is there like a date? It's uh, roughly a thousand years ago. Oh. <laughs> they I finally made it. I don't think they listened. <laughs> Well, wasn't like the seal on the scroll still there? Yeah, it looks like it was oh, never yeah, read. It was never open. So yeah. Um, this is the dangers of not checking your emails, guys. Yeah, <laughs> this is what happens when you don't forward like this chain message. <laughs> <laughs> forward this chain so, message to at least five friends, or the fire giants will take over your village. Dude, Scott Pilgrim reading. This is boring. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I tell my friends that. Um, I think I know how this place was destroyed. I never opened this letter. Apparently, <laughs> must have been on the bottom of the there pile. Was, there was a, a scouts, you know, that was trying to warn them of the fire giants and hill giants working together, and I think they all died. Sad. Sucks for them. Well, they kind of deserve it. His name was Colefinger. Jesus. Opal cloak. No, 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 not the scout. Commander Colefinger. He's not important. He's dead. So is Overlook. So guys, fantasy name generator (laughs) is where I got Colefinger from. I just like to imagine he's like a completely normal dwarf with just one finger made out of coal. Yeah, that's exactly what he was. Oh, that's how he got his nickname. I was hearing Coldfinger. No, C O A L. 
Well, see, it got so cold, it was frostbitten and turned to cold. Yeah, that was what happened. It's dual purpose. Cold. And then if you press really hard on it, it becomes a diamond. Mm-hmm. It could be diamond finger. Yep. <laughs> I mean, heat has to be applied, so you got to breathe heavily on it. Yes, so. but unfortunately, he's dead, and his finger will never shine bright like a diamond. Um, <laughs> Nor will he swing from the chandelier. Yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite episode. Who knows? Maybe that's how he died. <laughs> my face hurts from smiling. He might have. I'm pretty sure it was he a might fire have giant. Crushed by a chandelier. I mean, you will name this episode like just bullshit and shenanigans. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, it's gonna be fine. Fire giants fumble. Two episodes. That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's gonna be uh, two hours long too. So, uh, what is your plan? You plan to follow the steps of the lady? Do you plan to go to the large mansion house? Uh, you've got a couple options. I well, feel like the lady's nice. We should go see her. I mean, the last guy wasn't. <laughs> he was hungry. Not false. What if she's <laughs> hungry? All four following the we giant. bring them food. We should go <gasps> on a hunting party. Keep that in mind. Bring them. Say that loud you know, again when I tell you. Big what game. if we go to the mansion, steal their own food, and present it to them <laughs> like we brought it? So, what did you say, Megan? She she just said it. She said Marana <laughs> is all for following the giant lady. So there's her vote. I could show them my boots. I mean, and wait, I could sure. show you the world. Yeah. <laughs> my gauntlets. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> and maybe they'll be like, wow. It's hand boots. <laughs> yes. It's hand intelligence. Boots. My intelligence is six. So. <laughs> is it really? No. Whoa. <laughs> I wish. So yeah, it's hand boots. My hand boots. Look at my hand boots. <laughs> They're boots, but for me hands. They cover me fingies. At least um, you put on they, your fingers. They might socks. look at these gloves and be like, oh my god, grunt, and then just become BFFs with us. Does that seem likely? That doesn't seem likely. I just feel like the other guy didn't see my gloves. I, I, <laughs> I feel like I feel like the dwarves that lived here worshipped them too. And you know, they killed them. No. Megan's dead. I just Michael, read it in Michael a letter. Megan. <laughs> no. They're going to see you walk in. They're going to be, oh, look, fish fingers from there. Look, I believe no. that fingers are fire giants fish. don't have maps, and that's why we maps? should work with the Iraqis and therefore and such as... Oh, God. I'm so confused. <laughs> it was a, that was a Miss Universe it's, callback. It's South Carolina. Yeah. Okay. So, Miss America, but I, I really think we should just go out on a hunting party, bring some big game. Well, we know they eat dwarves, so. <laughs> mm. And you know they eat, they tried to eat barbarians and wizards. Well, I sent mine, you know, back to the dwarven yeah. place. I don't care. Come back with friends. <laughs> I, I, All right, I, I so let's know. go ahead and vote. Who wants to go to find food slash go to the mansion? Raise your hand. Who wants to... Alright, Carox was the only one who raised his hand for the audio listeners. As opposed to what? As opposed to those of us in the room who are visual listeners. Yes, I know what I said. I think we're players, not Um, listeners. Who wants to go follow the big hooded lady? Raise your hand. Yeah. Everyone but Myrna has voted. (laughs) What does Myrna want to do? Kind of both. 
Oh, so your dragon go one way. No. Oh, please. No. So, no. So I would walk so slow. I'll, I'll take the dragon with me to go hunting for food. Then you, you can, can walk your tiny ass. Shoulder. Also, did Salvador come back or did he slither away to find He's gone forever. He's dead. He's the, he's dead. No, he's not dead. He's he dead. He was dead. He, he got died. First boy he went right into the him. fire. He, he got eaten by a rat. He's not that dumb. Snakes eat rats. He wanted to be warm it because snakes are cold blooded. He went right in the fire. He's in the desert. He's in your. He's in your. Uh, he's um, in the monster. Well, I wanted to know if, like, he, he got away and like ends up living a happy life. Guys, shut up. What? I was wondering if Salvador got away and was now living a happy life. This is your trouser snake. Yeah. No, he's back in your pants. Oh. Okay. Sorry about that. Also, animal friendship. Yeah, you cast animal friendship on so your trouser snake. Bite you. So it doesn't bite you. So it doesn't bite. A trouser snake charmer. Yeah! Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was too far. I can cast Your fur burger. So he doesn't bite oh your fur Oh my god! <laughs> One hour, 59 minutes, 15 seconds. Got it! What's wrong, um, what's wrong with fur burger? <laughs> it's kind of fun to say. Yeah, let's um, try it. No. Uh, I'll wait till we turn this off. Is that like a German hamburger? It's like a German hamburger. It's the Fjordhugger burger. So, um, it sounds like we're all gonna go to the chapel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Alright, so you guys, uh, you guys hoof it over to the, uh, why is Enya playing in the background? What's it's happening? Not uh, all I could hear was like small voices. Stop saying it. You're gonna get us copyrighted. Yeah. No, it's not gonna change the lyrics. We'll stop it anyway because I'm reading. <laughs> um, you guys get to the cathedral, and um, Spit the building out, is well kept, and it's probably the nicest building you've seen walking through the ruins. Um, the carvings and etchings above the doorway are still very nice, and it looks like if they were weathered, they were restored. Um, the doorway itself is, like, these two big metal double doors that are just swung open. It's not a huge hole in the wall. But they're large! Like, they're big enough for giants and other large creatures to get in. Um, are you waiting outside? Are you looking inside? Are you sneaking around? What are you doing? We should be sneaky. Yeah, we should be sneaking. Okay. I can't wait to <laughs> Everybody yeah. 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 Hold on, I need to remove this. Wait, you're wearing, you're wearing plate armor now. So yeah. <laughs> disadvantage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do... Um, I think I think you Salar have disadvantage anyway. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've been having disadvantage. You have disadvantage anyway. I'm doing Tides of Chaos. Okay. I'm pretty sure I'm so I got... Uh, really both ones? Oh, yeah, no, that's right. Seven. All right, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to roll Perception. Okay. I'm not going to roll this die ever again. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I think we all got in. Me. It's fine. So, um, ladies and gentlemen... Tell me if you rolled. Raise your hand if you rolled lower than a seven. Total. Salar raises yeah. her hand. Everyone else, you're stealthy. Michael, roll while magic. The effect is on yourself. Yeah. You can put your hand down now if you want. Oh, okay, yeah. 
Because you use Tides of Chaos, <laughs> what happens? I am suddenly standing in the nearest blacksmith smithy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so you guys go to be stealthy, and Michael takes his step and fucking vanishes. <laughs> He's the stealthiest. You don't know if he's invisible. <laughs> he's back at the fucking. He's back place. at where you killed the fire giant, and he's. I. Oh, you're gonna stay there. You gonna run back? What you gonna do? I'm gonna run back. I'm like, go! <laughs> so there goes that stealth. So he's running back with his arms flailing in the air, like, oh, wait for me! I got teleported. So I'm gonna do tides of chaos and do stealth again while I'm screaming at you guys. Okay, do it. No, um, so, oh, I got 19 again. Okay, fine. You're like, guys! Um, Salar is kind of clank-clanking around, though. Salar also doesn't really care about being stealthy ever. I know. So, she's just kind of like, And then you walk into a room with fucking six fire giants. So, you guys, roll perception for me as you start to enter the I got an eight to my passive. Have I caught up? Um, yeah. Can I use my passive on this one? Sure. If you want to oh, use your passive, you can use your passive. Wait. Yeah, I want to use my passive. Same. Yeah, I want to use my passive. Who, uh, who got less than 10? You're not going to use your passive? Use your passive. Nope. What did you get? I never use my passive. Seven. <laughs> okay. Well, for everyone else, uh, this is obviously a church of Grund. And. While there are... Well, I'm just read this, because I wrote it. Inside the building is well kept. However, there are slight holes in the ceiling and puddles on the ground from where rain has pooled. Destroyed benches are swept into one corner of the room. The rest of the entire church space is open and clear. The altar and the statue of Grund... Both appear to be well kept and seem untouched by the destruction that wrought the city. While they are untouched in that way, time has not been kind to them. The statue of Grund is worn and cracking in places. His nose has is is cracking, and his fingers have long since turned to a pile of dust beneath the statue. A priestess of some sort is worshipping the statue of the obsidian lord. She lays prostrated at her at his feet. You can hear chanting as you enter from ash to ash flames in our souls stone to flesh fire burns inside. We'll see you next week. Congratulations, you've made it to the end of episode 48. With that being said, everybody, go ahead and like us on Facebook at Metal and Magic Podcast. Find us on Twitter at Metal and Magic Pod. Find us on Instagram at Metal underscore and underscore Magic underscore Podcast. And although we won't be recording for a couple of weeks, Megan and I are super excited for our move, and we can't wait to get out from under this loud motherfucker above us. With that being said, everybody, have a magical night and a magical life. Except that guy. Fuck him. Yeah, fuck that guy.